JD in here on Waxing Poetic Yin. Today we are going to be talking about the new moon in Gemini. I mean, I just kind of want to briefly get into that because, again, during this month of June, it technically aligns with the Gemini energy under the Gemini constellation. And I think during this month of June and this new moon in Gemini, it has a lot to do with like five, 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 five energy. For those of you that know numerology, I mean, for me intuitively, I could definitely align this five, five, five energy with Gemini and those June babies because June babies are a little flighty, maybe a little all over the place, you know, there's a lot of air within the June baby. So I do want to talk about the new moon in Gemini. I will talk a little bit about the season because technically June aligns with Gemini heavily. Um, but I also want to talk about the summer solstice, which is to come on June 21st. I do want to talk about this more, get a little bit more into depth with the summer solstice because the summer solstice has a lot to do with the light. Summer, obviously, right? The sun. And for me, the sun reminds me of gold and everything is literally in full bloom. The sun aligns with higher power, with the energy of 888. There's so much that we can do when we step into that light. So yes, the summer solstice is something that I really want to talk about. Okay, now let's get into this new moon in Gemini. Now, the past few days, how have you guys been feeling? A lot of my clients have been saying that they feel a bit tired. I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, document again how you feel during a full moon and a new moon period. When you start to recognize how the moon is fluctuating with your emotions, again, more power to you, you know, because then you start to kind of know how to navigate through things energetically. Take note of that. Now, for the past few weeks, I will say that a lot of my clients have been having things illuminated to them during this time. When we think about June, we think about, or Gemini, we think about Sometimes on the con, it would be trickery, manipulation, gossiping. Yeah, all of those things can definitely transpire during the month of June. Like, there's no doubt about that heavily. But since Gemini is also in connection with Sagittarius and June also connects a little bit to this energy because that is the polar opposite, Sagittarius does like to bring truth. And again, during this June season, Gemini it's like things will be illuminated to us. The truths will be illuminated. Again, a lot of this has been happening with a lot of my clients. Um, right now, in this moment, it's about change. Sagittarius, Gemini energy embraces change. For those of you that don't like change, Right now, it's all about change. So things are going to be illuminated to us so that we can make changes. The changes can be hard or easy, just kind of depending on what it is that you're going through in your life, but there are going to be changes. 
again, this is in alignment with the 555 energy. This new moon in Gemini that happened June 18th, uh, the reason why I want to talk about it is because I want to know how everything has been transpiring for you all. This time is going to challenge you to think on your feet. There's a sense of change. As for myself, I have been reflecting a lot on a lot of different things. When we think about Gemini as well, we can think about friends, we can think about community, groups, all of those things. You know, maybe we can make some changes around that or we can make changes around how we communicate with others. To be quite honest with you, with my personal relationships, I have been thinking about how I can better communicate. I mean, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I definitely work on this frequently but I have been thinking about how I can change things around in my personal relationships obviously to make them better. I right now have been in this mode where I want change. I want to do things a little bit differently right now. I've been thinking about how I can change things around with my business, you know the way that I promote myself, you know things in that nature. Again, I have been contemplating a lot of different things right now. When we think about Gemini as well, it's very versatile. It's a versatility. So for some of us, I mean, we could definitely feel like, I don't know what direction to go into, you know? But again, um, if you do feel that confusion, which I have been seeing as well, is an element of confusion, just ask your spiritual guides, you know, pray, meditate, whatever you want to call it. And really ask which path is in alignment with your highest good. Really, really meditate on that. Pray on it and see if you get some answers. If you guys have not listened to my Inner Standing uh, podcast that I released recently, highly recommend listening to that. It does correlate with what I'm talking about. So... Again, everything is about change right now. Every single thing. And there's going to be some shocking endings possibly. New beginnings, unexpected changes in our lives. So you really do need to embrace that right now. During this new moon cycle, allow the cosmos to guide you to make meaningful changes in your life. Whatever it is that transpires, I'm not joking. If it feels hard and you know you need to make a change here, do it. Because... These things, obstacles, whatever it may be, it's coming up for a reason. When we bump into a dead end or dead end or an obstacle, it's because spirit is trying to redirect us. We need to make some changes. Again, for some of us, things are going to be a little bit smoother, you know, with making changes. And for the other half, maybe, you know, this change isn't going to be so easy, but it's necessary. It's so weird because... I have been talking about rewriting your story. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but usually when something just comes to mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, someone needs to hear it, right? So with making changes and making these changes so that you come into alignment with your higher self, right? It's like some of us need to, again, learn to let go of our past Uh, rewrite our stories of the past because a lot of us do tend to talk down I guess on our past or the past person that we used to be and that's never healthy 
I understand that, you know, it's okay to acknowledge that darkness, but it's very important for us to rewrite our past also because a lot of us do tend to just speak on the negative things. But in reality, you know, there were some positive situations that did arise in the past that we really need to acknowledge rather than just talking about the negative things. And when we rewrite our past and start talking better about our past, we start to rewrite our future as well. Again, this goes into positive attracts positive. We need to start seeing a different perspective of our life. This new moon in Gemini will peak twice during the weekend. Uh, first, giving you the chance to take another look at the storyboard so you can rewrite the future. Let me know if you guys feel the same. I mean, these are things that we can definitely be thinking about right now or manifesting around, you know? Um, I mean, again, I completely feel like we need to see the good in all things rather than just the negative things because when we're so fixated on the negative things and we tend to attract more of that negative and um, we want to build a stronger future, us. 100%. Now, this new moon occurs when the sun, the moon join each other in the same zodiac sign, which is Gemini. It's this clarity of having both luminaries together in the sky that allows us to see things from new perspectives. You know, as opposed to the full moon when the sun and the moon are sitting at odds. Because the last um, full moon was under Sagittarius. Again, that's the polar opposite. The new moon starts a new cycle. Again, this is when we begin our new cycle in life with new projects, ideas, manifestations, and beginnings of all sorts. Again, 100% the new moon is the time to make moves. It is the green light. When we think about the moon fluctuations... The new moon starts at the bottom and starts to raise high into the sky as it waxes. So this is the perfect time as the moon is going higher, higher up into the sky. And then when the full moon hits, it's at its highest peak, most definitely. But then it starts to wane and it goes downward. So when it goes downward, that is when people feel a little bit more irritated, a little bit more fatigued. Plus, I feel like we have sucked in a lot of the energy of the full moon and sometimes it gives you like this high or it even feels like a hangover. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but for me, during a full moon, I do feel a lot more fatigue and I also feel like I just sucked in all of that high energy and then a few days later I feel like just out of it honestly so again just kind of document how you feel how your body feels let me just tell you something if you're new to astrology or if you just want a little bit of a refresher for those of you who are into astrology um, you need to know about the lunar cycles so for those of you that do not understand the moon and how the moon is in different signs every two days, you need to understand the lunar cycles for you to also understand how people are reacting. Because again, the moon has a lot to do with people's emotional state. So when you start to understand, oh, well, the moon's in Aries right now, but it's waning, the moon is waning, when you understand the moon fluctuations, then you're going to know, wow, okay, there could be some conflicts that could arise, maybe some accidents, etc. You know, 
so important for us to understand the lunar fluctuations. The moon is one of the fastest moving bodies in the night sky. It's shifting every day. It's under a new sign every two days. You know, Mercury, I think it's about a few months, I would say. Saturn is much longer and Pluto stays in one sign for like years, 20 years. So again, the moon is fluctuating very, very fast. You know, each month, the phases of the moon shift through all of the zodiac signs, completing a full journey every 29.5 days. You know, the moon again spends about two days in a sign and once a month, we sweep into a new moon and once a month, we swing into a full moon. So every single month, you have a specific window to create a new beginning. For human beings, it's up to us to take action on these windows. Now, when the planets are in retrograde, that's a little bit of a different story, to be honest with you. Again, um, if you haven't tuned into my Mercury retrograde in detail podcast, highly recommended so that you kind of get a feel of what's going on there with retrogrades, with planets being in retrograde. But yes, every single month, we kind of have this window to create these new beginnings to make moves to have a better chance at these things you know each phase of the moon's mark a different point in the moon's journey around the earth and with each passing stage it encourages us to look inward and connect with our emotions intuition dreams and desires the new moon is basically the darkest phase at the beginning of the moon cycle Aligning your plans or projects with the energy of the moon cycle, also known as moon mapping, is, you know, again, a time for us to use this power and stars to our advantage. Now, back to this Gemini energy, this new moon, right? It's going to bring us a wave of spontaneous nature, curiosity, adventure, just in time for the summer. The summer solstice is on June 21st. I will get into this in a bit. But Mercury and Gemini will join forces with the sun and the moon, adding more information that you'll know what to do all at once. And this is a good time to question your existing preconceptions as new information could show you a better way to do things. So again, during June... It is more of illuminating. Maybe someone lies to you. Maybe there's manipulation. Maybe you finally see the truth of somebody. I mean, a huge possibility with all of this. Again, this is in June. But whatever it is that does come up, it all comes up for a reason because we're coming into changes. We have to make some changes during June. Now, because the new moon and Mercury are both hanging out in Gemini this month, our new beginnings and new ideas are likely to take on more mutable qualities, you know, cerebral, intellectual, informational, communicative, or mental rather than emotional. Yes, communication is very, very, very important during the month of June. Most definitely. So if you've been having troubles with communication, conflicts with communication, um, rewire yourself in these areas. Now, another key transit occurring during this month, um, this month's new moon, is a strong square with Neptune and Pisces. So square aspects are known to add friction 
Most definitely. Anything that is square is friction and tension between planets. And when the new moon faces off with Neptune, Neptune is the planet of collective dreams. You might find yourself indulging in self-doubt and and maybe beating yourself up about things. Now luckily, the otherworldly haze that the planet of dreams is casting over our lives will float on just a few days later. Kind of like leaving the collective ready to move forward with clarity and conviction. Now, over the past few days, I have definitely felt like things were a little hazy. We don't know what direction to take. We're thinking about so many different things. But again, in a few days out, we will be gaining some more clarity. Overall, you know, this lunation reinforces the new moon themes on reflection and introspection rather than taking huge action or acting impulsively. Again, all I'm going to tell you is literally everything is about change right now. So make some changes. Exercise change so that you guys can come into the new beginning that you've been waiting for. Let's talk about the summer solstice. June 21st marks the solstice, a time when the sun stands still and the seasons change. You know, the solstice also brings the longest day of the year in the northern hemisphere where we are encouraged to celebrate the light and the shortest day of the year in the southern hemisphere where we enter the dark night of the soul. It's crazy, right? Because wherever it is that we live, we're going to be experiencing different things. So no matter which part of the world that you live in, the solstice is highly sensitive and we start to feel more in tune with the energies around us. 100%. It is also believed that the solstice, the veil between this world and the higher dimensions, is also the thinnest. It would make sense to me as well because during this time, it's like when the energy is at its highest peak. Allowing us to tap more into the galactic energies though. Okay, galactic energies. Now, the... Remember in May, we were connecting with Beltane, and that season, you're actually connecting more to the darker energies. Uh, the veil is also very thin, but we are connecting more with darker energies. And I would definitely say that that could be a time where we can get in communication with the dead. But, okay, so summer solstice, the energy that that brings is more in connection with the galactic energies and angelic realms with greater ease. So a much different type of energy, right? So the June solstice also marks the sun's move into the watery, nurturing, and sensitive sign of cancer because we are going to be shifting into cancer soon. 100% around this time, we're going to be lining up with that goddess energy. You know, the sun-charged zodiac sign of Leo as well. You know, with the moon, Venus, and the black moon, Lilith. And I did talk about Lilith recently, so I'm kind of like tripping out right now. Because it did not click to me the day that I made the Lilith podcast that all of this was going to be in alignment. It just naturally happened and unfolded this way. And again, this is how I know I'm in alignment because I just see a pattern with everything. But yes, all of that is going to be 
aligned together. The moon, Venus, black moon, and Lilith within a few degrees of each other. This lineup of goddess energy is also meeting with the planet Mars, which is in Leo too. Now, all of this strong feminine energy coupled with Mars creates a force field that enhances our intuition and strengthens our emotional intelligence. This energy can also be highly nourishing, encouraging us to stand up for ourselves as well. So you will see that a lot more in the next few weeks. Honor how we are feeling and, you know, staying confident and strong in who we are. Now, during this June... Or again, when the summer solstice starts, this is the season of the light. It's a time to put yourself out there to remove your cloak of fears and allow yourself to shine. I definitely feel very aligned with that energy. Again, this comes back to you having to make some changes, obviously, right? No more holding yourself back. No more playing small. The time has come for you to leap forward and celebrate the work you have achieved throughout the year also. Now, for some of you that are celebrating in the northern hemisphere, life isn't always sunny, but the universe brings the longest day of the year to remind us that there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Even though things may feel dark, this is a state that is temporary. There is always a way to find the light again, no matter how dark or how deep the tragedy. The light will shine again and remind us of the beauty and bounty that life has to offer. So when the sun shines bright, we can also feel a ray of clarity move through our lives. We realize what is important and what we truly want to spend our time focusing on. Again, it is very much a time of contemplation right now and making changes. What motivates and drives us can pretty much be up for review at this time. For under the summer, Cancer Sun, we are being guided to align our motivations with our highest truth and calling of our soul. At this time, we are guided to think about what fuels our spirit and recharges our soul and we are also being given this opportunity by the universe to do just just that by using the power of the sun you know as the sun shines bright on the longest day be sure to spend time outside in nature swim in her oceans bathe in her forest hike through her wild flowers and connect with the energy of creation when we think about the sun, the sun is creation. That's why I'm saying right now, um, earlier, I was talking about how the sun aligns with higher power and the energy of 888. So yes, the sun is in connection with creation. Feel the warmth of the sun lightening your being and know that just like all of nature, the sun rays can transform you, nourish you, and help inspire creation. I honestly cannot wait till August. August does bring a lot of that sun energy. Whoever is born in August, you are here to create and inspire. We think of the sun and the sun is a star and it's like center stage. So again, August babies will get there. When August hits, I'll talk about it a little bit more. But August usually brings a lot of that abundance in and is a huge, huge time of creation. So yeah, the celebration of light is a time to celebrate all that you are. It's a time to put yourself out there and allow your true self to shine. Be bold, be daring, be creative on this day. Do something new, try something different. Please, you know, get out of the comfort zone, make some changes, and remember that the light always lives within you no matter what. We have a piece of dark 
and light, yin and yang. It's up to you to learn how to use these two energies. Now, in the southern hemisphere, again, we are experiencing the shortest day and longest night of the year. And the increased hours of darkness guide us to enter into the dark night of the soul and a time to retreat where we can go within and hear the voices that are coming out of our being. Sometimes it is only in the darkness that we can truly feel comfortable to be ourselves. When the spotlight of the sun shines down on us, we can feel exposed. We can feel that we have to act or be a certain way, right? Again, this is for people who live on the southern hemisphere. Now, when the lights are turned off, when it is just us alone with our thoughts at midnight, that is when we can truly dive deep into our core and come face to face with a new truth of who we are. It is not that we have to shame who we are under the bright light of the sun, for this is a part of us too, but if we stay there too long, we tend to get disconnected, which is why the universe calls in the longest night of the year. At this time, it is an opportunity for us to all enter into the darkness, to move away from the spotlight and instead sit with ourselves and our own truth. We don't need to explain this truth to anyone or be able to wrap it up with a pretty bow, but we do need to identify our feelings or even write them down in order to be analyzed. We just have to sit with them and allow them to just be. In the darkness, our thoughts don't matter. It is our feelings that can truly shine. It is our emotional voice that gets a chance to speak and we have to allow it to be heard. We need to forget the labels and the judgments of the mind and instead allow ourselves to fill with the power of our heart. When we sit in the darkness and just allow ourselves to be, what feelings emerge? What discomfort grows? What happens when we just allow ourselves to be? This is what the dark night of the soul calls us to surrender to. This is what we are encouraged to practice. We need to stop talking and just start listening. We need to find stillness for when we do, we can finally step into a new power and new truth of who we really are. 100. So again, that was for the southern hemisphere. Okay, but yes, I just think it's so crazy that, you know, that other half is going to be experiencing something a little bit different and then the northern hemisphere is going to be feeling something completely opposite, you know? It's just so wild to me how everything works energetically. Pretty much done with this podcast. I don't want to make it too lengthy, but I hope that this inspires you to come into change. And again, the summer solstice allows us to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And again, remember that this time is when the veil is super thin between the galactic energies and angelic realms. So during summer solstice, this is the time to get in connection with those higher frequencies. Just some words of advice, okay? Because I know that some of you understand that energy and know how to use it. So I personally hope that I get in connection with those elements that I want to connect with, especially when it comes into galactic energy. You see, you have to think of all of these seasons and shifts They're kind of like portals, you know? And don't even get me started with portals, but I mean, 
when you guys start learning more about this, you'll start to understand more of what I'm saying. But um, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, tuning in and always supporting my work. I appreciate you greatly and, you know, please share, you know, and tag me and I will leave a comment box open so that you guys can share your thoughts. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in always and remember the vibe right now is definitely 555.